Gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new episode of the EPL Boys. You're home to everything English Premier League soccer and a little bit more. My name is Matt, as always, joined by my best friend through the internet, JD. JD, we are T minus. I can't do math. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. We are T minus about four days before we're going to be in the same place. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. We get uh, I'm I'm super excited. Um, I get to see your pretty face. I get to see your new tattoos in person. Um, I don't know if we're going to be able to pull off the live podcast, unfortunately, for everyone hoping. One, because of the the parking lot situation. That's the first thing. Second, because I looked at the weather and it is projected to be 96 degrees in the middle of the day when we would be doing that. And I don't think my 13-year-old, well, no, my 10-year-old Mac will handle 96 degree heat. I just don't think it'll happen. What we could do, I have a field recorder. We could do a little like, you know, a little update, like ten, like a ten minute thing, just or a little Absolutely. bits and pieces nope. throughout the. Read my mind. Um, yeah. Um, New Jersey likes to do this wonderful thing during the summer where they're like, "Hey, you're gonna have a bunch of really good 80 degree days." Oh, thank you, New Jersey. <laughs> 104 with humidity. <laughs> Basically, everything in the inside of my car is gonna melt. So, um, yeah, yeah, that's gonna be super fun. But yeah, no, but no. we could do the field recorder thing. That's de- just a handheld thing, like just uh, like uh, five minutes here, five minutes yeah, there. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, or we could do we could do interviews. Like if we see somebody we know or something like that, you know, yep. we could we could ask you questions Done. or something like that. And I can splice it all together. We could have a cool little like just really short, like 20, 25 minute thing. Love it. Love it. Yeah. I'm down for anything. I'm genuinely down for anything. Um but yeah, a lot of stuff has happened in this past week. Um really a lot of outs. This has been a big out episode. This is not too many ins, but a lot of outs, um, but we're gonna we're gonna get started before we get to any of that. Uh, two Premier League big six clubs got together and had themselves a friendly in quotation marks. Friendly. Anything but. I just want to put that out there. Uh, I'm glad both teams looked like they took it fairly seriously. Uh, Arsenal fans for a week were describing how this is not a friendly. We're gonna give you Man United everything, and not only that, they played their best eleven. To start the game. Manchester United 2, Arsenal nothing. Ooh. Ooh, that's got to hurt getting clean-sheeted by um, Heaton. I actually had to look up the goalie because I was like, I don't even think we have a number one in the general area. Like, Onana got off the plane as this game started. Uh, yeah. Goals from Bruno Fernandes and Jaden Sancho. I, JD, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would be... Maybe worried. Matt, I, I, I think you're reading too much into this. Not it, even a it's, little bit. It's preseason. Like, literally, Monday, today's recording, Liverpool played a preseason game against a second-tier German side and drew 4-4. It, I, like, I, have, I, I don't take anything out of these games other than it's a workout. Like This is a confidence thing. 
and let me hear me out when I say this, this is a confidence thing. Because you know what this is going to tell Arsenal fans or Arsenal players is, oh shit, they didn't play their best starting 11. They don't have a number nine on the field. They beat us 2-0. Are we shit? Uh, I also do love the fact that, like, Timber and Martinez were both like, hmm, let's see if they could send us off. Because both put in really obnoxiously dangerous challenges all throughout this game. And they were just trying to just tease the ref. Like, are you going to give a red card and a friendly? Are you going to do Does it? Does it say that more about the player and, like, their mindset? I think that says a lot about Ajax because... Ajax is just breeding warriors. Uh, if Onana was it's available... It's preseason. You're not really supposed to go 100%. If Onana like, was available, I'm pretty sure he would have tried drop-kicking Gabriel Jesus at some point in this game. Like, legitimately. It was a good game, though. And honestly, of course, I'm very happy Man United won. I'm also very happy that I think I might have found a little diamond in the rough coming out of our academy in Manio. And... Um, yeah, he pocketed a hundred and five million dollar Declan Rice. I excuse me if I'm not in love with the sentence I just said. Like, I, I would like to see this in clips because all I all I know about this is what you were just now yeah, telling me and and memes on Instagram. I I did not know that this game had even happened. To be perfectly honest, I didn't even know the Liverpool preseason game happened this morning yeah. until I signed into work and I was just like, oh, that's a thing. Yeah, I. <laughs> Again, I like to, like, watch these friendlies here or there, but it's Man United Arsenal. Like, this is just yeah, a no, little I bit... Yeah, no, I know, I know, I know. This I, is a bit different. Liverpool plays Bayern in pre... Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make time to fucking yeah. watch that. I think, like... like that'll, I think, that should be interesting. And right? I think, like, United play against, like, Real Madrid on Wednesday at, like, 9 o'clock. Like, I'm gonna tune into that, because, like, that's kind of, like, a little bit of, like, a test of, like, hey, where are my guys at? And honestly, United looked really, really good. They The build-up play was really nice. I, I like that a lot of these young players are getting the opportunity and they're taking it. They all look really, really good. But yeah, I, I don't know. If you're Arsenal, again, it's a friendly. Yeah, you could shake it off. But I'm just saying this. This is just me, JD. I hold receipts. I keep that shit. I hold that shit until the day the return policy expires. A lot of Arsenal fans were talking a lot of shit going into this game. And, yeah, that's that's not the result you want to put out. I'm not going to lie. It's a shame we didn't have AFTV right after the game. Oh, oh, JD, they were there. Oh, they were there? Okay. They were there. And all their guys who all pregame were just like, we're going to show United what's up. We're going to show them we're the better club. We're going to show the bigger club. And then they lose to nothing, and then immediately a lot of their pundits just immediately just pivoted and went, this is a friendly, this is just, this was a learning experience. Two hours, that's a pretty, oh, another quick thing. And I know JD won't be able to answer this because he did not watch. Can someone explain to me this whole Man United won in regulation to nothing, but yet they still had to go to penalties? Oh, like, that's an American thing. No, 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 I can't answer that. That is an American thing. They do this to because um you know the, the American TV sports TV thinks that they they need more drama than there already is. 
that's that's a whole thing. Like I know I know it's it's happened before with Liverpool in preseason stuff. Whenever they've gone to like Singapore or um, or Thailand, I think a couple years ago, I remember that was also a thing. Like no matter the regulation score, they still went to penalties. I don't get it. I, I don't understand a lot of the things that said is like oh that's American TV. I think it's just they want to draw out the the significance of a insignificant game. I but. I understand that, but I'm just sitting here like, like I got the final update because I was I was at Red Bull Arena. I was doing my thing. I get the update because I walked away from the game. I had to go take care of other stuff, like because the game was almost over. Two nothing, boom, final, woohoo, yay, celebrated. And then I Wait, got was enough- there a tro- was there a trophy? I don't believe so. Okay. Um, <laughs> Arsenal bottled another trophy. You hate to see it. Uh, but yeah, no, and I, it, I would have more laughed if, if Bruno Fernandez hoisted a I, preseason trophy. I, that is his first trophy as captain of Manchester United. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, definitely was weird when I got the update, like getting ready for penalties. And I was like, looking all around, like, can, 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 I'd love an explanation here. Somebody on the internet tell me why we're going to penalties. And it's like, it's exactly like what you said. It's just like, yeah, it was a preset thing. And I was like, and then the entire internet dumped on America. And I'm like, but like, we don't do that here. Like MLS wise. Like, I don't want people to like automatically assume, wow. So no matter what the final is, all MLS games go to penalty kicks. It's like, no. You're telling me that when when any MLS team beats Inter Miami, now that they have the full squadron of illegal players, you know if they if another team beats them three nothing, Don Garber isn't going to be in the referee's ear and say, "Take it to pens." Take it to pens. Okay, Messi gets to take all the all penalty kicks. All five. Inter yeah. Miami get three goalies. Okay. <laughs> okay. These are the rules. They, yeah, he, Garber like, Garber needs them to get out of last place as, as quick as possible because. Newsflash: They are still in. They are still the worst team in the league. Um, they, they have not yet had a chance to show the world how they are still in, in last place. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Messi's free kick was nice. Like, let's all not uh, lie. Yeah, okay. Like uh, again, as much as I'd love to hate this, the foul that made the free kick was bullshit. That might have been. That might have been softer than JD after an afternoon visit to Taco Bell, but. I'm just that was soft, JD. That was that was soft taco shit. That was that was soft taco. Are shit. Are you in, are you implying that I would not be rock hard after having delicious Taco Bell in an on a, like during the afternoon? JD, I am talking about your bowel movements. I'm talking about how soft they're going to be. Oh, I'm guess sorry. We, I guess we had different thoughts on that. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about what's happening in the front of your pants, JD. I'm talking about what's happened in the back of the pants. <laughs> that's that's a that's a t- that's a tomorrow problem that I I like to just push till the next day. I... All right, well, but that's really everything with that. Um, all the summer series games are starting to happen. It's pretty cool. Like JD uh, was at one of them the other day. Like it's cool. It's I think the summer series is a really cool thing. Um. I don't know, JD. I am pro having the EPL in the United States of America every summer. I would like that. Usually, teams do come to the U.S. Well, like, I'm at least talking about, but I'm talking about prem versus prem. I like yeah. the I like yeah. the prem versus prem. Excuse me. I love the prem versus prem. I think it's a really cool thing. Um, 
of course, it's beneficial to JD and I who live in the greater metropolitan area where, like, they're going to... That's gonna, where they usually go. They're yeah. going to play at MetLife. They're going to play at Link. There's the occasional game, like, on Friday that we're going to playing at Red Bull Arena. Like, it's not like they never we're... want to play it. They never want to play at Subaru Park. Only Wrexham want to play at Subaru Park. You know, you know, Wrexham is playing Philadelphia Union two on Friday. I'm pissed because I would I would go to that game. I idea. I would love to have gone to that game, but I, I'm I, gonna be I'm gonna be pre gaming the Brighton Newcastle game. Idea. We sell our Newcastle Brighton tickets. We don't tell anyone, and we just go to Chester, Pennsylvania. <laughs> honestly there's nothing i would love more than to go to beautiful chester pennsylvania i hear chester it, it's it's some it might be an upgrade to harrison new jersey i the stadiums well the stadium's just smaller it's still a nice stadium but the town jd it's probably on par jd chester is a it's a level jd and there's not many <laughs> cities at that level i'm not saying if it's good or bad i'm just saying it's it's yeah but what what Chester has is the Don't sports complex. Uh, it has I, the complex, I, you know, I, the safe complex in the city, but still, you know, separate. I thought you were going to Harrison, say- you're, you're Red Bull Arena. It's just right in the middle of, fuck, it's, uh, of Harrison. Yeah, it's because it, Harrison doesn't have too much to offer. I'm not going to lie. Uh, <laughs> hey, there's a five guys now, so <laughs> moving on up, right? Uh, but yeah, the other big talking point that's happened in the news, uh, to, or at least over the last few days, is uh, PSG have flat out come out and went, hey, we're not taking this Mbappe guy on tour. Oh, and he's for sale. They're moving him now because they do not want to lose him on a free to Real Madrid. Basically, PSG publicly came out and said that they're worried that Real Madrid and Mbappe already have like a contract on the table like it's already been talked it's basically the second he becomes a free agent it's just a it's a slot move and PSG are just pissed and honestly rightfully so I think PSG you know would be really upset if they didn't have a shot to sign their best player JD it's looking like killing Mbappe is on his way to Saudi Arabia because PSG have accepted a 263 million euro bid, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, over 300 million. Uh, over 300? I thought I, st- I, thought I saw... Ooh, I th- over 300 million. My apologies. Uh, Basically, uh, this this deal might be over a billion. Yeah, because he's going to be making... Because it, it's, it's going to be like 300 million for the transfer fee and 700 something million over the course of the contract, which might only be one year, which is and- wild. And that's the thing, like, from everything I've read, it's a one-year deal. And it's kind of crazy that, like, this literally will work out for everybody. PSG will make the most money any team has ever made on one player. Saudi Arabia are getting arguably the best player in world football right now. Mbappe is the biggest winner in all of this because he's making 700 million euros. He's going to be getting paid 22 million euros a second. That makes me want to scream while uh, putting that, my head through that glass. Ma- that math ain't math and Matt, but uh, I thought that's the to graph. Your point, I, he, no, I saw the to graph. To your point, he's he's making a shit ton of money. Yes, but I thought I saw the graph where he's making twenty two euros a second. Oh, you said twenty two million a no, second. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Twenty two euros a second. My yes, apologies. That that math may be mathing. I I want to scream at the top of my lungs while putting my face through glass at 22 seconds or 22 euros a second 
Like, you realize Mbappe goes out to dinner and makes money. Like, he just, like, he sits there and, like, he can just order whatever he wants because he knows he's going to get it back before he's done eating. I mean, Fuck. he still won't be able to buy a house in the U.S. right now with the interest rates the, the that way is they true. are. That is true. That is true. Yeah, but that's a win. And then you think about it. If it's a one-year deal, Mbappe just goes over to Real Madrid like he wants to do. It's literally a win for every party involved. Of course, people are going to turn around and people are going to be like, hey, this is fishy, this is sketchy. But, I mean, I don't know. I just I think at this point, Saudi Arabia is going to do whatever they want. They're going to sign whatever players they want, and that's going to be it. Like, you know, I... JD, what's making you more mad right now? Saudi Arabia buying all these players or Lionel Messi and Don Garber trying to swindle the MLS? Um, Don Garber and Lionel Messi trying to swindle the MLS because that actually affects me personally. Yeah. Saudi Arabia buying players. Yeah, it, it, I'm, I'm annoyed by it. I don't like it. But at the same time, it doesn't affect my life. Messi and all these people come to Inter-Miami and Garber just allowing it directly impacts my life like i and and it directly impacts yours i think you should feel the same way like when do inter miami come to rebel arena that's coming up in a couple weeks isn't it 26th of august and if are you selling that ticket uh you should yeah one can't two won't three no (laughs) i i yeah no i have to play team america world police around my supporter section that day how, how much could you sell that ticket for? I have seen a ticket in my section, I think, sell for like 800-something dollars. I can't even make it up. Like, no, 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 no. I, I believe it. I believe it. Like, it's going to be an absolute nightmare. Pray for me. Just everyone out there, whatever God you believe in, just pray for me for like a few <laughs> minutes on that day. Uh, but yeah, Mbappe to Saudi Arabia, very, very interesting. Um, I did laugh when... I heard Tottenham were in the race. Like, Tottenham have officially reached of out all to PSG. Clubs, of and all I'm clubs. like, I was like, <laughs> what'd they do? What'd they reach out to ask what the weather was? Like, <laughs> like Tottenham have inquired to PSG. What is the weather like outside? Like, it's their, it's their annual <laughs> order of uh, fresh baguettes for the, for the club. <laughs> like, That's what they reached out about. I, like, even United, I think I saw one thing about, like, Man United have officially... I'm like, motherfucker, we can't afford a 20-year-old from Atalanta for 60 million euros, but we're gonna go all in for Mbappe. Sure. Got it, champ. Like... Once-in-a-lifetime opportunity, you know? Like... Oh, like, it's just weird. But yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense Saudi Arabia is gonna, like, jump on this, and they're gonna, like, this is just gonna be a thing, and... Money is no object nope. to this league at, at this point because it's state-run, so... Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's 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 chi- it's the Chinese Super League 2.0. It, it, dude, it's the Chinese... As I told my boss today, it's the Chinese Super League on crack and heroin at the exact same time. Like, we are just mixing aggressively addicting drugs, and we are both, like, we're putting them in every orifice possible. Like... What... Where do you think the Sa- uh, the Saudi league is going to be streaming? See that funny enough. That's because that I don't th- has that been announced because At- I, they have to. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Live Golf Tour made a lucrative deal with YouTube to be streaming. Yeah. So I'm curious if they're going to go the same route. And this JD might as well have been in the room while I was having this conversation before. That's the exact thing I said. Like, 
So where is this streaming? Because there's no way... Because it must... It must... It, they yeah. have to have a distribution. Exactly. Platform. Like, there's no way they're bringing in all of these players and not trying to make a few bucks on the streaming rights. Like, come well, on. Just, just a worldwide stream. Like, so... And that's why I think the live... The, like, say what you want about the live golf tour. And, I mean, now it's merging with PGA. You know, whatever. I... I'm a big golfer. I follow golf. Whatever. Me too. I, 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 you don't need to hear my comments on live on live golf. I don't really care to be honest. Um, but they made a lucrative deal with YouTube because they just wanted the exposure. So I'm curious if they're going to go the same route because they'll still make money off YouTube off ad revenue because a lot of dumb fucks don't pay ten bucks a month for YouTube Premium. I I don't understand why a a person would not spend ten dollars a month for YouTube Premium. It, it's the best personal decision i may have ever made in my life to make the switch to youtube premium do i sound sarcastic i feel like i sound sarcastic i'm not being sarcastic that is literally like the greatest thing in my life youtube premium like no ads has changed my life i i watch youtube that much and i might actually watch some of the saudi games if, if i don't have to watch ads with them so uh, JD, this is just for your own personal notes. Uh, you said that comment at just around 20 minutes. So when you want to edit that in case your girlfriend hears it, um, like that's, th that's my love life, not my personal life. Uh, JD said, you said life. Okay. You said the greatest thing to happen in my life. And I'm like, and then I changed my person, my personal life. Okay. Okay. I just. Want to make sure we're all on the same page here. And that also, also, she knows she knows my position on YouTube Premium because she doesn't have it. She doesn't have Spotify Premium either. And every time I'm in her car and I hear an ad on Spotify, I'm like, oh my god! Like, JD's just sitting. We've there. had this conversation, so preaching. this won't be shocking to her. JD at the altar preaching his vows down the line talking about how much he loves his significant other and like he'll say the final line of even though i don't love you as much as i love perfect ad free youtube i do love you very much can't wait for it it's gonna that, be great you don't understand how liberating it is no, no this is a streaming service jd a streaming service a streaming service with anything you could possibly think of uh, and 10 more channels of it uh, on the same topic like it's it's while I we're getting while, while we're giving out free ads please uh go check out free ads the, to google okay. please please they don't, they don't need the free ads. please uh check out the link in our bio for 20 percent off manscape using code eplb now okay get it Get a free legend in Raid Shadow Legends. <laughs> okay. Ah, uh, fucking hell. Um, a lot of outs. We're going to talk about a lot of outs. A lot of outs going on. We'll start off, though. Um, we kind of figured he wasn't going back to Crystal Palace. Uh, Michael, close your ears. This segment's going to be tough. Wilfred Zaha, out. Going to Galatasaray, confirmed. Everything is done, sealed, and settled. Good move. I think Wilfred Zaha is going to do just fine in the Turkish League. Like, he's going to be able to be, do everything he wants to do with no longer being in the spotlight of the EPL. Like, I don't think he's worried about his nationality position, like getting calls up to the national, like national squad. I think he's fine. I think it's all good. I think it's a great move for Wilfred Zaha. This is just tough for Crystal Palace because it's like, how the fuck do you replace Wilfred Zaha? 
Yeah, yeah, it's actually tough for Crystal Palace because, yeah, how do you replace him? I'm shocked he didn't get an offer from Saudi Arabia. Or if he did, he the fact that he didn't take it. I I think that's that's a player that it's like I wouldn't I wouldn't have any animosity towards a guy like Wilfred Zaha just getting the bag because you know he he did he did his job in the Premier League whether it was for the team that he thought he needed to he did his job and I I would not have felt weird about him going to Saudi Arabia and getting a nice payday so I'm a little shocked I I'm curious what his contract is at Galatasaray I'm sure it's okay but I, I can't imagine it's you know anything crazy it's just again i mean may, maybe the deal wasn't as good maybe he thought he could get more they didn't offer him enough and galatasaray came in and offered him you know uh do Gal, do galatasaray have champions league this this season that because is that that might be that might have been a thing you know yeah give me one second i definitely am gonna go take a look at this because maybe if Zaha thought, you know, give me a crack at at least playing in the Champions League. Because has he played in the Champions League? I don't um, believe so. I, I don't th- I don't think he has. Like, when he was at Man U, I, I, I don't think he would have. Galatasaray um, last year finished in first place, which means they, so they will, will be, be getting playing, yeah. uh, technically Champions League qualifications. But, you yeah, know. but they'll probably get yeah. out of that yeah so that's actually- so, okay so zaha okay there we go he gets to play in champions league so maybe that was a deciding factor could have been he, before his career is over he wants to at least i i don't think galatasaray gonna get very far but he gets to play probably in the group stages which is cool hey you know what good i respect him. that yeah i respect, I that. respect that if that was his decision respect it highly um Raul Jimenez is going from one Premier League team to another. He is on his way to Fulham, JD, for 5.5 million great British pounds. Good move. I mean, Raul Jimenez... I didn't know the the price. Yeah. Five and a half? Yeah, it's not bad, right? That's good business. You're getting a... Probably an upgrade on Mitrovic. Well, and funny enough, because I'm going to piggyback on that, apparently Mitrovic is on his way to Saudi Arabia. Apparently now that Jimenez coming in is means all systems go. Mitrovic uh, was one of the hot talking points earlier in the week, uh, saying that he basically screamed at Fulham for making his, uh, making his uh, value so high that it was pricing out Saudi Arabian clubs. And he basically was like, no matter what happens, I'm never playing for Fulham again. Like he basically was like, "That's it." That's a, I'm that's done. a great mindset from a player. Um, yeah. wouldn't expect anything less from a scum player like Mitrovic. But, one, yeah. one of JD's arch nemesis looks like he's out the door. Like JD, awesome. JD, see ya. What is the don't let the door hit you behind you? What is the world going to look like for you? When you don't have to, when you realize Mitrovic won't have to be like after this conversation, maybe of course we'll talk about it maybe on Friday when we see each other. Quick updates and recaps. Mitrovic might be gone. Like we could be your your days, JD, of talking about Mitrovic might be numbered. Yeah, it's gonna be absolute bliss when I don't have to like talk about a controversial goal when Mitrovic literally just rugby tackles a goalkeeper and collects the ball and slots it in. Like I, that's that's seventy five percent of his fucking goals. So do do it in the Saudi league. I don't give a shit. Like, don't do it in the Premier League. No, that's. I mean, realistically, that's. I get it. I I, I do genuinely, genuinely get it. So um, 
But, oh, funny enough, Galatasaray play a Champions League qualification game uh, tomorrow. Funny enough. Uh, but, yeah, so Jimenez to Fulham on five and a half. Mitrovic is probably going to get sold. I mean, if I had to guess, I haven't really seen any numbers, but if I had to guess, probably in the 20 to 30 million euro range, seeing how Saudi Arabia is buying these players. Uh, if Fulham can get basically the same striker and make back almost 20 million euros, that's great business for Fulham. That's... Yeah, I mean, I, I think I think Jimenez healthy is probably better than Mitrovic. But that's the problem. Especially the way Fulham are playing. Yeah, but that's the problem. Jimenez has to stay healthy. He's ever since that head injury against Arsenal, he just it it has not been the same for Jimenez. So I'm hoping that he comes back with a full healthy offseason, brand new club, get that little bounce back. But uh next one, another move to Saudi Arabia. Alan St. Maximum. Uh Newcastle have brought in Harvey Barnes the last few weeks. They're also being linked, like we said, with other people around Europe. But Alan St. Maximum's time at the club is done. I honestly am a little upset with this one, JD, because I feel like Alan St. Maximum finally was at playing for a team that was at his level. I rate Alan St. Maximum. I think he's a very good player. And finally, Newcastle was playing the brand of football that Alan St. Maximum really liked. And then the second they got good, they let him go. And it's just like, that, that kind of sucks. Like, Yeah, I, I think Newcastle are thinking more long-term where Alan St. Maximum does not have the best injury record. True. And if you can kind of get a guy like Harvey Barnes in, which they did, not not the same player, don't get me wrong, not the same player, but plays the same position. And I, I do rate Harvey Barnes. I think that was a good move, especially if you're get, getting rid of Alan St. Maximin. And if you can get some money for him, you know, it, maybe Alan St. Maximin, you know, two seasons ago may have been worth more. But because he's been injured, I, I think the money's probably right on. He wants to get paid. That's cool. I, I just, I think injury, it's its a tale as old as time. You know, a promising, skillful winger that just can't stay healthy. And I, I don't know, man. I think, I think Newcastle went out on this deal. Yeah. Bringing in Harvey Barnes to replace him. They have Anthony Gordon, who will be great in the reserves, you know, for the rest of his career. He's a piece of shit. But, um, you know, there's death. Uh, again, I just, for me, it's just, again, it's for me, it's a little upsetting. Just because it's like, I feel like finally Newcastle, we're at a level where, like, Alan St. Maximum isn't the offense. Do you, like, we're not that many years away from Alan St. Maximum being the reason why they won or did not win. Like, yeah. Like that was yeah. like, that was two years ago. Like we the EPL two years ago legitimately was. Hey, if Alan Saint Maximum's on the field, holy shit, Newcastle are electric. When he's not, oh my god, they're the dullest thing on earth. And it's like finally the rest of the team has gotten really good, and it's just a shame because it's like I feel like even Alan Saint Maximum, even if he wasn't a starter, this guy coming off the bench in the sixty fifth minute is a nightmare. Like. Because he's coming on with energy, and he's going to run just straight at defenders. So, again, really upsetting to see, but, uh, you know, he's probably going to get a good payday, and, you know, he's going to make whatever team he has, you know, much better. So, really small one here. Alex Tellez um, is the first official out for Manchester United uh, this offseason. He was still on the books at Manchester United. <laughs> 10 million euros is what they got in return. Um 
just as a friendly reminder, I do not remember the last time Man United made a profit on a transfer. I don't. I can't even for the last. How, mu- how much did you guys buy him for? Because I remember when you 20. bought. Alex I think Tellez, we, I think but... I, I think we bought him for like eighteen or twenty. I'm not saying it's like there's a massive gap here, but like yeah, it's yeah. I I just. I remember when he bought him, and I there was like one season where he kind of played consistently, yeah. but it other was, than that, it I, was it was the last year with Josie, if I'm not mistaken. Like, because yeah. we played a back five, and we needed a left wing back who can move up the field. I just remember Alex Tellez because the motherfucker could put in a fucking good ball. Like he put in a cross. Like he put in a very good, lethal, wicked cross, and that was about it. Like, yeah. He, I think, where, where where was he on loan last season? Funny enough, he it, was it Benfica. No, he was with the Europa League champions in Sevilla the last couple seasons. Oh, okay, okay, so, okay. I do remember that now. Okay, yeah. So, Alex, Tal- I just that's why maybe that's why I was shocked. It's like he's still technically a United player. I, yeah. I thought I just thought you guys had sold him. Yeah, but no, Alex Tellez officially out the door. Um, like I said. Absolutely not surprised that Man United can't make a positive transfer to save my life. Uh, next move is uh, Musa Diaby from Bayer Leverkusen over to Aston Villa. This is one of the few ins we get to talk about this week, JD. What a signing. 50 million euros. Aston Villa are legit. Aston Villa qualified for European competition and went, fuck it, we're buying all the good players. Pal Torres, Musa Diaby, they're making good moves, JD. These are big progressive. Rory Tielemans, like, I, is they that, are going to be good like, next season. I think it's safe to say, like, teams like Tottenham have not done enough where it's like the rest of, like, everyone else is just getting better. And Tottenham just keeps sliding down. I, I'm sorry to make this about Tottenham, but like, Outside of it's a, always about Tottenham. <laughs> outside of a few small talking points this offseason, Tottenham have been absolutely quiet as the night. And I get it. We don't know what's going on with Harry Kane. We might talk about that later in the show. But, like, everyone else around Tottenham is getting a lot fucking better. And Aston Villa are a prime example. JD, go on, dude. Musa Diaby. This guy's fucking electric. The fastest guy in FIFA, by the way. If, you're, if we're talking FIFA stats, 99 pace, 98 acceleration on his base card. Yeah, I, Aston Villa are for real. Musa Diaby is incredible. They have Leon Bailey, if he can stay fit. I, I just, Yuri Tielemans, like Pau Torres. Douglas Louise is a great midfielder. John McGinn's still good. You have Emmy Buendia. You have Ali Watkins. I, this team is a great team, and I am very worried that certain teams that we used to think were really good are going to be overshadowed by these teams that are actually making smart decisions, like Aston Villa. I, I just... It's the, 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 in quotes, top six. I don't know, man. Five years down the road might be a little bit different. I, I love it. I, I genuinely... I, I, yeah. love it too, I love it, too, because it's going to be teams like Tottenham that yeah. drop off. like... It, it legitimately like but the thing about it is and what's nice is this makes hell for healthy competition like for a while and i and i'm not gonna sit here and lie for a while jd it was the top four top five epl teams and then just everyone else i don't think we're gonna have that anymore i think legitimately like teams like in sixth seventh eighth and ninth are gonna actually like 
be competitive, like religiously competitive. And that's going to make for good football. That's going to make for a really exciting Premier League season, which means you and I are going to have many busy late nights. But this is a great deal. Great move. JD, this next one's going to hit home for you. Jordan Henderson. We kind of joke that there's no way this happens, but he's on his way to Saudi Arabia, 12 million euros. JD, how are you feeling about this? Yeah, I mean, look, from from a player performance standpoint, I've already made peace with it. it it's been a couple days. It's, it's whatever. He wasn't going to be that impactful on the pitch this season. It's more the leadership and the fact that he is he's been the club captain since Gerard left. And I and the fact that I'm sure Liverpool will do something to send him off, but he's been with the club for 12 years and he should have he should have gotten what Roberto Firmino got at the end of the season if it had been announced earlier. I that that's really my only big thing <coughs> is that Jordan Henderson isn't going to get the send-off that he kind of deserves. So I I don't know. Again, it, it's he he wasn't going to be a regular starter. That was never going to happen. So I it, I understand the club's stance and probably his stance, but I don't know, man. It's whatever. It's more of the Fabinho thing. Do you hear about the Fabinho thing? I have not. I didn't write this down. So Fabinho, I think it was. I think the transfer will still happen. But it's being held up because he has a French bulldog. And apparently French bulldogs are banned in Saudi Arabia. Alright, I'm gonna... That is why that has not been official yet. I just want to be very clear. If that is the legitimate reason, I rate Fabinho at the highest of levels. Like, Fabinho oh, yeah, there... and Mother the fact Teresa. That it's e- the fact like... that it's even getting to the, like, okay, contract talks have stalled because he's like, you, you nope. don't let me bring my fucking dog? No. Nope. Like, I love, I actually now rate Fabinho in the same conversation I put Bruno Fernandes. Like, they put, he put uh, his. Uh, no, no, do not, do I'm not. I'm talking do about, that. no, 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 no. I'm talking about players I like. If, he, <laughs> dude, this man is willing to put millions of dollars out of his bank account for the love of his dog, I like this guy. I want to be friends with Fabinho. I want to I go- think I think I think he's going to get around it somehow but uh, but the fact that he's holding his ground and not just going fuck it he's like cuz he easily could have called his teammates his current teammates and been like who wants a fucking dog but no he's like no this is my motherfucking dog and if I'm going to Saudi yeah. Arabia my motherfucking dog's going to Saudi Arabia Also can we talk about Saudi Arabia really oh. what what French bulldogs like what is Why? it is it the French part? Like, are we mad at the French for some reason? Like, they're usually they're not necessarily bred in France. Like, that's just the name. I now want a French bulldog really bad. A friend of mine actually has one that I just saw two weeks ago, and they're very cute puppies. They, are they the... have some. They have some issues. They're they're like pugs. They have some some health issues. They don't they don't usually live that long. Name a dog that doesn't have a motherfucking health issue. Every dog. I'm just saying. No, 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 I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. They they don't usually live as long as other breeds, but which is sad. I I just but, ca- I just cannot stress enough that like yeah, Fabinho, guy's guy. Like yeah, fuck your million dollars. I'm I'm siding with my dog. Like yeah, but at the at the same at the same time, no, no, no. I agree with you, but also like if we get forty million pounds for Fabinho. 
yo, that's good business. Yeah. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, yeah, that's, um, yeah. But no, I, it's, I can't believe this is the first I'm hearing of this. I feel like this is something I should know. How have you not heard exactly? Heard that? I mean, I, I guess I guess you hear about everything else. I hear about like Liverpool related stuff. Right, well, you gotta but... let me, JD. These are the shit we gotta talk about. Um, All right. Wow. Um, another Manchester United out. This one staying them in the Premier League. Anthony Alanga on his way to Nottingham Forest. Fifteen million pounds. Wait, permit on a permanent? On a permanent. Um. Uh. Okay. There's a lot of Manchester United fans that I know. I don't know if you were one of them, but I know a lot of Man U fans that were sucking his dick. Uh. No. Well, the thing is, is for the future. Well, the thing about it is, and I, I think I'll put my hand in that cup. Co- and, and when Ronaldo left, oh, we got Alanga. Don't uh, worry. About never it. said that. I no. I'm just saying. I know people that someone that said that. Someone. Any frequent flyers on this podcast? On this, like, who listen to this podcast? Let me know if I said that. I definitely was in the Anthony Alanga is going to save us for the future conversation. But, like, the problem is, is, like, and I'll compare him to Granacho because Granacho's the perfect example of, like, he's a wonder kid who did a lot of good things, came off the bench, critical goals, critical play. And then I think, like, the coach kind of gave him the little nudge, like, okay, go, go do a little more, like... I need you to start a game. I need you to be effective for 90 minutes. I need you to, like, do something. Where Granacho kept going, Alanga stalled. Alanga just, like, he hit this little... And here's the thing. I haven't... Don't act like Garnacho isn't going to, like, burn myth next season for $15 million. I don't know. I don't know, dude. I, I have so... Dude, even seeing Granacho in these preseasons, it's just like, oh, my God. This, like... But anything Granacho wants, give it to him. But um, Alanga's a little again. Alanga, it's difficult. Alanga, it just sucks because I I did really rate this kid. But like again, he just stalled out. I I just I think Nottingham Forest is perfect because he's still in the prem. He still gets to play at this competitive level. But he's not going to be in the same spotlight of playing for Manchester United because sometimes that spotlight kills you. Like sometimes it does. Sometimes play. It's the same thing with like certain players here in the United States. Sometimes. When you're a big-time football player or basketball player, going to Los Angeles or New York sometimes just doesn't work for you because you can't handle the media, the attention. Every mistake you make is going to be on every sports streaming service. Like, that's that's what it is for Alanga. That won't happen at Nottingham Forest. Like, you're good. You're good. You make a mistake, no one cares. It's Nottingham Forest. Like... <laughs> I don't even think Jesse Lingard's there anymore. I think Jesse Lingard's still a free agent, which is like also Ooh. like, uh, come Ooh. M- MLS is beckoning. Yeah, C- come on down to Red Bull New York, Jesse Lingard. How would how would you feel about that? Like honestly, I would be more. Would you take him? I would be more surprised. The Red Bull found out where their checkbook was. I would be more surprised <laughs> with that. I'm assuming that like anytime they're like, okay, we want to buy a player. Okay. They open up the desk drawer, they take out their checkbook, and they have to blow off the dust. Like, they physically have to... No, they they open up their FanDuel or DraftKings account, and they're like, put it all on red. All, all $200 of allocation okay. money. But, um... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm upset. I'm upset Alanga left, but at the same time, United now, and I think, and I think these deals happened, like, a day apart, and it's like, that's 25 mil in the positive, and, like, we're trying to get 
you know, Hoyland, who we'll talk about a little bit later in the uh, show. We're trying to get Hoyland from Atalanta. These are the transfers that you have to get done. Um, there's rumors that a Fred deal is still on the table. Uh, Donny Vanderbeek is still for sale. Harry Maguire is still for sale. So it's like, if you can just muster together 60 million euros, you can go out and get a striker. And it's like, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's do what we have to do. But, uh, JD, I'm going to hand this one off to you. Rian Mares, medical done. It seems like this deal is going to get done. It's not yet confirmed, but for 35 million euros, it looks like Rian Mares is on his way to Saudi Arabia. Interesting. Um, yeah. Yeah, I honestly, again, this is another player. Like, I don't blame him. I mean, he's in the city side that is just flying, that is adding attackers, adding midfielders. Like, I don't see him playing as big of a role this season as he has in prior seasons. And he's he's not getting any younger. He could still offer something. And, I, I mean, City, it doesn't, money doesn't really, really matter. They're basically you know, get it, selling him for 50% of what they paid for him. But it's City. It doesn't really matter. He's going to get a payday. He's going to have fun. Cool. I don't really care. It's certain players going to Saudi Arabia. I, I just don't care. Um, he can miss penalties, very important penalties against teams like Liverpool and Saudi Arabia. <laughs> it will be weird when I'm watching Man City this season and being like, where the hell is Mares? I feel like he should come off the bench here. And, like, I'll be reminded by someone, like, yeah, yeah he's he's gone. No, because then Foden's going to come off come off the bench. You'd be like, oh, that's who should have been coming off the bench. Yeah, well. Phil Foden, happy guy. Um, yeah. Next one, Dan Juma. Uh, I believe he came from Tottenham, but he's on his way to Everton. Okay. Good job. Cool. Who cares? Uh, Who cares? Offers, you know, offers some pace on the wings, gives you something different, but I, I don't know. I, 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 I'd be lying, JD, and I think you as well. I think we'd be lying if we said we knew a lot about Dan Juma. Um, well, no, 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 no. So he, he wasn't, he was originally a burn myth. I'm pretty sure. I rem I'm pretty sure it was burn myth or something like that. I remember he was in the league before. And then he went to Spain, I believe. Yeah, like, I, I forget which team I he think, was at. I think, and then Tottenham got him and didn't use him. And I, I this trick, I, I don't. Why do you have this written down? Yeah. I, I honestly don't give a shit. All right, so this <laughs> is exactly it, JD. You are actually hundred percent correct, and I give you kudos. Uh, in twenty nineteen, he was on Bournemouth until twenty twenty one. Twenty one to twenty three, he played for Villarreal. Villarreal, but yeah, there we go. between January and June of twenty twenty three, he was loaned to Tottenham. So that's where they, there we go. So he and didn't use him. And yeah, uh, twelve games, two goals. Okay, so yeah. uh, forgettable. Yeah, but yes, Everton have their new signing. Sure. Okay. Um, if you're an Everton fan, let us know how you feel about this. Is this gonna be the thing that keeps you from not being in the relegation battle for a third straight year? I probably not. <laughs> um, here's to hoping, right? Um, but yeah. Uh, this is another incoming to the Premier League with all of the sales Manchester City have begun doing or will be doing. Gravardial to Manchester City got hit with the here we go. Uh, haven't heard much in the last four days about this. Haven't heard about a medical. Haven't heard about signings. Haven't heard about anything. But what I am interested in is, as a Leipzig fan, we were talking about 100 million euros, 100 million euros, 100 million euros. That was the asking price. That's what needed to get hit. They were not going to budge. 
I want to hear what the final price is. Because if this turns into 65 plus add-ons, I'm going to absolutely... So, no, no, no. If that happens, something sketchy is yeah, happening no, behind and the that's, scenes. And that's what I want to know. And that's what I want to know. I'm not upset. In, like, Of course I'm upset. You know, Leipzig just lost their best center back, and I'm upset about that. I mean, that. you only had him for like two seasons. Doesn't matter. Right. He was still our best center back last year. I know, I know. The thing I that know. I we if we valued him at a hundred, and that's what you were hell bent to get. If I end up finding out that it's like literally thirty million euros less, like okay, cool. So what under the table money was done? That that yeah. type of shit, like. Agent, agent fees to his father, the whole Neymar yeah. deal. Yeah. So, we'll see. But, J.D., Man City's defense, which might have been one of the best in the world, just got a lot faster and better. Fuck, right? Like, you know, yeah. save some it's, for the rest uh, of us. It's same old, same old. Like, I, City are going to do this every summer, and we just have to sit back and take it. I don't know. I don't think, like, I don't think, I think this is a good sign for City, but I don't think this is like, oh my god, they're going to auto win another title. Like, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't. I'd like to think that between Liverpool coming back, Man United coming back with a strong return, you know, Arsenal loading up in certain positions, I'd like to think that the gap this year is going to be smaller. I'd like to. I'd like to as well, but we shall see. So... Uh, next bit, these are more rumors. Uh, Manchester United are in the driver's seat for Hoyland, the uh, 20-year-old uh, Danish striker from Atalanta. We've been speaking about him for the past few weeks. Fabrizio Romano has quoted, uh, not just uh, Fabrizio Romano too, other tier ones as well, have reached out that said this upcoming week is going to be massive. Manchester United are expected to table a bid, and if it is in the region of the 55 to 60 million euro Price tag at Talanta will consider. Uh, PSG apparently are in links to hijack this deal, but Man United have already agreed to personal terms. Get it done. Just, just offer 55 plus whatever fucking add-ons you want. Get it done. Get this guy in. Just, like, don't be tempted with the fact, because we're going to talk about it in a second with Harry Kane. Like, just get it done. And I know JD, I don't think JD has much of a comment about a Man United striker, but like, just get it done. Um, oh, I have my comments, but. Uh, go ahead, JD. Go ahead. Give me your comments. No, I, I have my comments about past uh, big name strikers coming to Manchester United, but um, no, this Hoyland guy. Isn't it funny that it, it just happens to be Manchester United going in for Hoyland? Yeah. A, a Scandinavian striker? Yeah absolutely it's 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 wish.com holland like i this is they want the manchester derby to be holland versus hoyland and i can't you see that this is not gonna end well for you like you know what's funny enough he he might be a good player i don't know him at all like i don't know if he's that good or not like i don't i just can tell already that this is not gonna end well for manchester united (laughs) and you know what's funny even if it's discount Erling Holland. If he gets me like twelve goals, like that's probably still the most from the striker position Man United have had since Laton. Like that's I mean, that's Martial on a good season. So um, <laughs> where where he's not injured for seventy yeah. percent of it. He gets maybe twelve goals. But 
Harry Kane is the next thing I wanted to talk about. Uh, apparently, Tottenham's board have told Dan Levy, hey, shut the fuck up about this whole, like, no, we want a specific price for Harry Kane thing. Apparently, the board has come out, JD, and said, no, losing Kane on a free next year is not an option. I'm assuming this means heads will roll. Um, again, JD, you nor I are Spurs fans. We have no dog in this race. But it seems like Harry Kane actually might be for sale this window. And with teams like Bayern Munich sitting there ready to, like, who have already tabled offers. Like, we, we are not, we're only a little over a week since I think a 90 million euro bid was brought in for Harry Kane. I mean, if you're Dan Levy, you almost now have to go to ha Bayern Munich and kind of go like, yeah, we'll probably accept that deal. And it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I, I think he's going to Bayern Munich. Um, I'm interested to see how Gareth Southgate feels about this because, um, you know, historically, he does not like his England boys going to teams outside of England. Um, I think it's it's Harry Kane, so I, I don't think it will really matter. But in the past, we've seen certain players, you know, test their luck outside of the Premier League, and uh, they don't get called up. So I... I don't think that'll happen to Harry Kane. I, I think he's kind of above that level of that mattering. But that might be interesting. I, I think I think he should go to Bayern Munich. I, I, I think he fills that Lewandowski role uh, perfectly, if I'm being honest. And um, he might... I shouldn't say he might. He will win a number of trophies with Bayern Munich. I don't know. I don't even know why I started with he might. He will yeah. win a number of trophies with Bayern Munich. Absolutely. No, it's... It's a good move. Like, Tottenham, you're making an obnoxious amount of money for a 30-year-old. Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, you are going to make a lot, lot more money for a 30-year-old than and pretty much any other person. And this is going to sound crazy. Tottenham, negotiate. Like, it sounds like Bayern Munich literally would, would play ball. Like, it sounds like they physically will go back and forth with you. This doesn't seem like one of those things where, like... Oh, you don't accept my first offer? I'm leaving. Like, Bayern Munich seemed like a team that will drop 100 million euros on Harry Kane. Like, again, like, they're just looking for Robert Lewandowski 2.0, and Harry Kane literally is that. That's literally what Harry yeah. Kane is. Yeah. So, just, you know what? Ask for 100 million plus add-ons and just... And then, and then take 90. Like, yeah, you still make so much money. Again. Just get it done. But the key thing here is, is while the rest of the teams in the Premier League are making moves, I feel like Tot JD Tottenham are sitting here idle, waiting for that Harry Kane money. Because it sounds like they probably won't do anything unless they actually get money in return. So this is like, you're also delaying what players will be available because it looks like every other team is strengthening in positions all over the field while Tottenham are sitting idle. Like, that's like the comment I said before with Aston Villa. Like, Aston Villa... Brighton, all these teams in the mix are getting better. And Chelsea will bounce back. I cannot stress this enough. As much as we'd like to have another really funny Chelsea season, they will bounce they'll back. Make, they'll make the Conference League next season. And, you know, and, and Chelsea fans will spin it and say, wow, we improved. It's like, all right, did you though? 
I can't stress enough how afraid I am of playing against Nkuku, Christopher Nkuku this year. I cannot stress, cannot stress enough that, like, I legitimately think he might actually be up there for, like, top three to five players in the Prem when the season's over. Um, cool thing is, is, J.D., when you and I are next to each other on Friday, we can discuss our season preview episode because, oh, yeah, the Premier League starts on August 11th, and we're, like, kind of not that far away. So, yeah, um, it's crazy. Oh my God. Thank God that like the, like soccer off seasons are nowhere near the length of everyone else's off seasons. Like, thank God. Um, yeah, the, the, the NFL players, you know, needing oxygen masks on the sidelines after playing 16 games a season or well, 17 now, you know, and then getting seven months off, like, come on, just be fitter. Like, Literally, look, look, look at every every other country that plays soccer. It's like, just be fitter. Dude, forgetting about soccer, dude. Timo Meyer, devil's forward, just signed a big fat term contract. Dude's been fucking doing wind sprints and running up mountains in, like, the south. Like, where's the hottest place to go? Oh, south, <laughs> the, the south. Okay, cool. I'm just going to just run all off season. Like, I'm expecting Timo Meyer to come back ready to run up a mountain. Like, you can't... Yeah, but he doesn't need to run for his job. He needs to skate. Yeah, well, it's about endurance. 45 seconds on, I mean, I, one minute off. Come on. Everyone I, I, was say, I don't know anything about hockey. I, I know they're on and off JD, very that's, frequently. JD, that's going to be... You know what? Me and your girl, your girlfriend and I, that's going to be our goal this year. We're going to get you into hockey. Yeah. We're going to... Yeah, my girlfriend does know a lot yep. more about hockey than no, I do. That's our goal. We're going to get... We're going to make you a hockey guy. We're going to... We're going to rough you up, and we're going to get you to hockey games. And, yeah, we're going to make it happen. Hell, yeah. That's going to be my goal this year. Um, we have a few fan questions to end the episode. Um, no insult to anyone who submitted the fan questions, but we have three silly ones, and we have an awesome, actual, genuine one. The first silly one comes from Justin, okay. our D&D expert. How many licks does it take to get to the center of a Tootsie Pop for you guys? Um, I don't eat candy. Is this a is this a a metaphorical Tootsie Pop? Uh, it like, does not average. Like, is that is that a placeholder for anything? JD, JD, I, I'm currently looking at the question. I don't see any hypotheticals or quotation marks. So, <laughs> uh, I will take this as the innocent child that I am. Uh, Two thousand one hundred and forty. There you go. I got a lot of time. when I was. When I was like seven, which is probably the last time I had a Tootsie Pop, you know, I I probably licked it a bunch of times and then I probably cracked it with my teeth and ate it. I I don't know. So I, I'm going to go like 25 before I bit into it and got to the Tootsie Roll. Jesus, I typed in Tootsie Pops and uh, whiskey flavored Tootsie Pops. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> hey no no no! that's what they're doing like for for all for our generation they're making all of our childhood favorites into like adult things fucking sunny d uh no. is now like vodka don't don't i have to be the one that's who, a thing i'm one of the people who runs point for the supporter group i runs oh Tailgate. did somebody request that <laughs> you realize i am now buying eight to ten four packs of sunny d vodka <laughs> and they are always the first thing to run out yeah i know i it's just it, it that's that's hilarious Le that you have first-hand experience with that now 
I, I haven't tried yeah, it. I'm I, sure it's I'm sure it's good. I, I, I can't do those drinks with the high citric acid, man. Those things just wreck. Like I I take I, God, what what isn't wrong with you your body, man? Well, we have a your body question coming up in a little bit, so hold on tight oh, there, God. JD. Uh, Dom asks, Hey, for um, will JD for will JD stay for the full game on Friday slash arrive early enough to actually tailgate? Question mark. So, JD, this question's for you. I feel like there's a story here. Yeah, there's there's a little bit of context here. So, uh, Sunday night, um, I was I went with Dom. Uh, we had tickets sitting next to each other with our significant others to watch the doubleheader of uh, Fulham versus Brentford and then right after Aston Villa versus Newcastle at Lincoln Financial Field in Philadelphia. So, Saturday night... I was up until about 5 a.m. opening uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards. For fuck's sake. Recording. Uh, shout out my uh, YouTube channel, Typically Nerdy. Uh, that video will be up in probably a month because it's about five hours of footage. And I need to condense that down to like 45 minutes. Um, so I need to edit a lot of stuff. Very fun. But it ended up being a drinking fest of opening, opening cards for like five hours. And all of a sudden it was 5 a.m. And I needed to be in Philly uh, for a tailgate at, like, 12 to meet Dom. And that wasn't going to happen. Dom texted me at, like, 12.30 saying he was there. And I'm just like, I'm still at my buddy's house in Mechanicsburg, PA. Uh, I'll be there eventually. Uh, I missed the tailgate. Got there. I we My girlfriend and I walked in after the first goal had already been scored for Fulham from Harry Wilson. To be fair, he scored in the second minute, so... I we just heard it, but we got in there like in the fifth minute, and I was so exhausted from the night before and everything and traveling. We literally had to leave after the first game. We didn't stay for the Newcastle Aston Villa game. Um, we just left midway, like in in the halftime break between the two games. And you know what, Dom? I hate this question that you asked because you were you understood. I literally hugged you and said like yeah and you understood so i'm i'm a little i don't think this is an understood like an upset thing i think he would just like confirmation i think he would just like i i will be at the game on for i will be at the game on friday very early i took the day off right. i will literally be at matt's probably before you and we're all gonna go Please. To Rebel Arena together. Please, you guys are probably... We're going to tailgate for like six hours. Maybe maybe record a little bit on my handheld field recorder because it'd be way too hot for my Mac. And yeah, it'll be a good time. And I'll stay for the whole thing because I have a hotel room. I think you guys will probably stay there. You'll probably get to my house before I'm going to get to my house. But that's a different topic. Um, I'll just start, I'll just start pre-gaming on your front lawn, honestly. Yeah, that's... Yeah um <laughs> your your wife's gonna come out and be like what the fuck yeah uh final silly question of the episode and then we have a legitimate one this one comes from michael uh michael once again i am sorry about the wilfred zaha news this is heartbreaking to everyone jd seems to have a horrible diet <laughs> but looks like no but, come but on. looks to be in great shape jd what is your secret my secret is light beer and a very, very fast metabolism. Bastard. Seriously. And drink a lot of water. I drink a shit ton of water. That's No, nah, that's, that's, yeah. Like, you, like as much as I drink, 
I counteract, I'm not fully counteracted, but I counteract it by drinking a lot of water throughout the day. Like, I mean, I, and also, I'm getting back into volleyball. Like, I, I played pickup two weeks ago. I'll play pickup again this week. Like, it, it's it's good for me. But, yeah. No, no, no. I agree. I agree. I should be, like, 400 pounds. I really should. Um, it's, I, I can't explain it. My entire life, I've just had the quickest metabolism imaginable. And for as much as I drink, I drink the lightest of light beer. So, it, it's not that it's good. It's just less bad than if you're drinking like Yingling Lager or IPAs, so Ooh. I, I can't do like just the heaviest of beers. Like I just drink the opposite of that. Yeah. So uh, I don't know. I cannot stress enough how like I don't know what happened to me. Maybe it was turning thirty. I can't even do IPAs anymore. Like if I have a IPA, I never, I never. If like I, IPAs. if I, they're so heavy. Uh, here's the thing. I'll do if I am just sitting at home casually, sitting outside, like just relaxing and i know i'm only gonna have one i can have an ipa i can have an ipa yes absolutely i can have an ipa but but if i'm like sitting in a parking lot at 100 degrees i'm not gonna be slamming ipas because then someone's gonna have to pick me up off the asphalt because matt's down like matt is down yeah. and 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 someone help him up he has to do adult things no, take IPAs out of the equation. You know what tastes great with dinner? A freshly poured Guinness. Like, just delicious. Well, it's a des- like, it, it would be considered a dessert. Like, some people consider but, Guinness a dessert liqueur. No, but, but, but some people consider Guinness a regular beer, and they drink it. It's like, I can have a Guinness, but that's, that's kind of ruining my night of drinking. Like, I, like, that is so heavy of a beer like i i can't drink a guinness and expect to really drink more than that and and or really do anything else because it's it just sedentary like i it just sits in my stomach so, i so Gin- i enjoy the taste of it but guinness for me is the perfect i'm going to the bar to watch a soccer game beer because chances are i ate already and i'm gonna have maybe one maybe two but guinness <laughs> is a nice just it's like it hits this specific thing where you feel full and it's like he doesn't feel like i because like if i'm drinking light beer i'm craving i'm getting snacky i want to like just pick at things oh I yeah eat. i agree if i'm having guinness i don't have that same effect i don't have the ooh, i need to have pretzels or i need to have like i need to just be chewing on something no i don't have that with guinness like with when i drink guinness i feel like mm, this is it i don't have to have anything else also, Guinness's macros are not terrible for, like, a thick beer it is. It's actually got pretty good, like, calorie-to-carb thing. It's, like, it's... Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm i sure. And I've actually been to the Guinness factory. It's awesome. A fresh Guinness from the Guinness factory is better than any non-light beer I've ever had, I- to be honest. Ireland or Maryland? Dublin. Dublin. My apologies. Uh, I was actually at the one in Maryland. Actually, pretty cool. Not gonna lie. Like, if you're in Maryland, oh, I, yeah. I actually I didn't even realize there was one in Maryland. Yeah. I, I was I was in Ireland in uh, in high school, and uh, I was 18 for the trip, so I actually could drink. There you go. So, um, it was kind of fun. I was like the only one on the trip that got to taste the Guinness. Like at that at the factory, it was weird that they took a bunch of high school kids to the Guinness factory. Yeah, that's. I'd like to thinking back. I was just like, that's. 
they, like in hindsight, it's like, why did they do that? But they did, and I was technically 18, so I could I could drink yeah. a fresh Guinness from the Guinness factory. And even then, when I didn't really, I I drank like three times in high school. Honestly, um, I just didn't really get into yeah. that until college. But um, but it was it was delicious then. Like Guinness yeah. is just a good flavor. It's just so fucking heavy. Yeah. I can't drink more than like one, maybe two. And that's like, and that's and that's the whole thing. Like it's the it's the thing of like goes back to the snacky thing. I don't feel snacky after having a Guinness. Like if I have a Guinness or two, I'm good. I'm full. I am. You feel like you ate a full meal. Yeah, but you know what? That's fine. That's fine. Less calories. But final question, and JD, this is actually genuinely an awesome question, and I love this question because it always peaks up at the beginning of every English Premier League season. This one comes from Tyson. Tyson, thank you so much for the question. The question goes, if someone is just getting into the Premier League, what team do you think they should root for next season? I love this question. I absolutely love this question. Um, of course, there's obvious answers. You can go for the team that just won the treble, Erling Holland. Man City's always a, is a good choice. Uh, a lot of people are becoming Man City fans. I feel like, you know, with Man City's dominance... For another five, six, ten years, Man City fans are going to be just as prominent in the United States of America as United, Arsenal, Liverpool, all the bigger clubs. Like, Man City will eventually, you know, get up there. You know, again, Liverpool, proud fan base. And again, and I think JD will also, like, admit, like, will agree with me at this. Definitely look to your local town see what local soccer bars there are see if there's a team that the local soccer bar supports because randomly if like let's just say i don't know you live in random town usa but random town usa has a soccer bar that are wolves fans dude go be a wolves fan because you're going to be sitting there every single weekend cheering with wolves fans and that's th that's the better bigger part of this right am i or am i just talking crazy no, you're right. I, I would say, like, you know, coming from a Liverpool fan, it's a great fan base. It's a global fan base. Um, I can say firsthand that the behind-the-scenes stuff, like on YouTube and uh, LFC TV Go, is fantastic. The the access that the club lets fans have, you know, in, in the media is really nice. Um, so I, I love being a Liverpool fan. That being said, if you, if you didn't want to be a fan of one of the quintessential top teams in England. Look at look at Brighton or Aston Villa, one of these up and coming teams that are doing it the right way. They're they're really selling players and buying the right players, doing like they're not getting huge investments from Saudi Arabia like or, or you know, the oil money in quotes. Like I something like that or like Matt said, if you live in New York City or Chicago or LA or something, like, if you live in a big popular like a largely populated area, where, you know, there's a lot of uh, chances that a bar would be a soccer-specific bar. See if, yeah, like Matt said, see if there's a Wolves bar or something like that. Or, yeah, like randomly a Crystal Palace bar. Like, that would be a great way to get into it because you're going to be around people that can, you know, help you learn about that team or, you know, that you wouldn't just get from, you know, researching on Google. Like, so I, it, it's... It's all about where, like, wh like why you feel happy supporting that team. Like, I when I became a Liverpool fan, I, I always liked, um, I always kind of liked Liverpool towards like, like from, from like 
2007 to like I went to college pretty much I always knew about Liverpool because I was like the, like Steven Gerrard I, I I knew who he was and I always liked him Fernando Torres Javi Alonso I, I knew all these players but I also knew some of the other players in the league and it was when I went to college in 2013 where I, I remember watching a Merseyside Derby. Just It was just on, and I was watching it, and Liverpool won 3-0, and I just fell in love with Steven Gerrard, him at Liverpool. So Liverpool was the team, and I haven't looked back since. So I, I think you need to have that moment where you watch a game or have some kind of experience with like involving a team where you just had that moment where you're like, that's it? Yeah. I don't, I don't disagree with anything JD said. Like, you know, there's there's beautiful points with any team. I could go on and on and on about Manchester United. But you got to kind of find, like, and it sounds crazy. Like, and I get it. It's a lot of homework if you didn't feel like doing it all. But watch all the Premier League games. Try to watch as many as you can and see if there's a, a system, a style, a coach, a player like I mean, fuck. Yeah, even just a player. Like you could, you could fall in love with a player, even if he doesn't stay there forever. Like fall in love with a player and pick that team. Like because th- that culture will be surrounded. Like that player will be surrounded by that culture. Like and that culture will probably grow. On and you. it sounds crazy. Like I'm seeing like with all the like Premier League in the USA stuff going on right now. Do you know how many Matoma? jerseys i've seen like matoma like that's like one of those things like matoma what that's fucking awesome that's like you look at this like look at matoma before this season i there no one knew who matoma was and i hand hand straight up like he was he was still at university writing his research paper on dribbling before this past season like you look at someone like that like matoma is a prime example like you look at an Aston Villa, like Emmy Martinez is one of the more electrifying goalie present like presence in the entire not, not just in the Premier League, but in the entire world. You look at something like that. Like, there's so many big talking points and so many cool stars now around the Prem from top to bottom. Just not leads. Like, just not leads. Just they're not here for a reason. Tyson, I want Tyson, Tyson, <laughs> you and I are talking now. Just you and me, or you and I, we're, we're hashing out. Leeds aren't here anymore, so you can't root for them. Okay, like that's it. It's. I mean, it's over. yeah, like Leeds. Leeds kind of they're a cop out choice because they had the Americans last. And they season, don't. So and they don't. I, no longer the American. And flair. they don't anymore. Yeah, they don't have anymore. Yeah. Well, well, Tyler Adams technically is still on. Well, Leeds. when Tyler Adams gets smart, he's gonna leave them too. So, <laughs> um, but yeah, I. I Awesome question, Tyson. Thank you so very much. Uh, I love that question. That question pops up every single year right before the season starts, and I am so... I love it. I love that question. But, JD, that is going to bring us to the end of this episode. So, thank you once again for all your love and support, uh, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you've shared our podcast with a friend, thank you so very, very much. If you are a new listener, please reach out to us. Say hi. We'd love to hear how you found us. And if there's any questions you'd like us to answer on the podcast, by all means, please, please submit them. 
Uh, if you are not already, please give us a follow at the EPL Boys for everything here going on at EPL Boys Camp. As well, if you are not already, please hit the subscribe button on wherever you are listening to us to make sure you are getting updates when the new episodes drop. Remember to be out for our next episode, which probably will be a little on the shorter side, but it will be JD and I live from Red Bull Arena in the parking lot, talking with people, talking with fans, talking about the Premier League, hot news, hot topics, biggest questions, and it's going to be a shit show. It's just going to be and terrible. Matt, and Matt will get his gift. Oh, yeah, I'm getting a gift. Oh, I'm going to bother my wife about that tonight because she definitely knows, and I'm going to bother the fuck at her because thank you. Thank you for reminding me, JD. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? What? She did know. Okay, I know. It changed. Oh, I know. It changed. Oh, it changed. Oh, does she know? Does she know the change? Yes. Okay, cool. I'm gonna still bother her. That's fine. I'm. <laughs> do do not. No, do not. No. No. I have two hours. No, Matt. It got a lot. It got a lot better. I got two hours before bed, and I'm gonna bother the absolute shit out of her before then. So, thank Matt. On a real note, please don't bother her. Nope. It's going to be very special, no, well, and uh, it might be Alexi Lawless joining us. I, I'm i going to have to bring my attorney now to finish the rest of this, if you want to just step on it. But could yeah. you imagine if I could get Alexi Lawless? <sighs> what if What if I got the fi- the fake press passes, and I get us in back, or, you know, behind the scenes at Rebel Arena? Don't even want to know. You'll just, I'll just, you know, you just wear a mask. Don't, you don't know? even want to know. I'm not wearing a mask in 95 fucking degrees plus humidity. <laughs> gonna fucking die what happened to matt we're like a we're like a bill clinton mask oh Oh, yeah that's better like i'm robbing a bank (sighs) thank you once again for everyone for all your love and support uh for jd my name is matt guys i want you to be safe i want you to be well and we will see you guys next time